Hey, when you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about those out-of-pocket costs. Now, that could be a lot of money, but are your medical bills accurate? Now, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills actually contain errors. Now, HealthLock can help. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, or fraud. Now, you can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. Now, to date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. Check them out online, healthlock.com. Go there today. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Coming up next, our final news roundup and information overload hour. All right, news roundup, information overload hour, toll free. Our number is 800-941-SEAN. If you want to be a part of the program, we're in beautiful Myrtle Beach. We're in South Carolina. Looking forward to our town hall uh, with Senator Tim Scott tonight. Uh, we'll also be covering the big news of the day, and that is the slap on the wrist and no jail time. Uh, and absolutely no discussion of the real underlying financial dealings of the Biden family syndicate, uh, which should outrage any American that believes in equal justice under the law, equal application of our laws. You know, I, I think President Trump rightly characterized it as as a mere traffic ticket and how broken our system is. And I went through all the list of people, you know, that had paid a much bigger price Starting with, by the way, if you want to look at the, the first case um, and, and that I think is most comparable because you're talking about three million dollars that Hunter owed in taxes in years 2017 and 18. All right. Well, let's compare that slap on the wrist. No jail time. Uh, of course, no penalty for the gun violation lying on a gun application, which, by the way, would normally hold up to 10 years in jail if your last name's not Biden. Anyway. He is himself uh, the great senator from uh, South Carolina. Always great to be back in his state and a uh, friend of the program and now a 2024 presidential candidate. Uh, he will be with us on Hannity tonight for our town hall in Myrtle Beach. Uh, senator Tim Scott is here. How are you, sir? Well, Sean, it's always good to be back on the air with you. Thank God you're in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. We're always happy to have you back. But we are not happy about the fact that the kid gloves are back on for the Biden family. This DOJ continues to hunt Republicans and protect Democrats. I can't think of anything more blatant. You know, I, I look at, the, for example, uh, we have not gotten an answer. Now, your colleague, Senator Chuck Grassley of, of Iowa, as well as Congressman James Comer, have referred to this FD-1023 form. Now, this was put together by somebody that the FBI viewed as very credible 
as evidenced by the hundreds of thousands of dollars that the FBI has paid this individual in the past for intelligence and and talking about specific acts taken by then Vice President Joe Biden in exchange for financial gain for for both him and his and his son Hunter. And, and I'm and I'm asking you know, what did the FBI do here? Because I'm concerned that our FBI that put their thumb on the scales in the last two presidential elections, you know, is going to be back at it again in 2024. Yeah, thank God for Senator Grassley and Congressman Comer who seem not to be sleeping until we have the actual results of the FD 1023 form 17 uh, 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 recordings that 15 Hunter to Joe Biden, as far as as I understand it, this is serious allegations. And if there is a smoking gun, it's likely on one of these audio uh, recordings. Getting that information to the public has got to be the job. And I will say this, if the investigation doesn't finish under Senator Grassley and and Congressman Comer's watch, I will finish it as president of the United States. Well, let me ask you this, because I think this is now in the minds of most conservatives I know, is look at, for example, we know Hillary had top secret classified information on her servers. We know that because James Comey told us that in July of 2016. We know that Hillary Clinton destroyed 33,000 subpoena emails and she used something we had never heard of before called bleach pit to do it. We know that she had AIDS destroying devices that might have had some of these emails backed up on it with with hammers and and sim cards were removed that to me would be a classic ob- obstruction case you know i think the question that most conservatives are asking today is do we have equal justice under the law uh do we have equal application of our laws uh i read a tweet that you had put out that this is another reason that americans have lost faith in biden's justice system and while the Biden family gets a slap on the wrist with kid gloves, the DOJ throws the kitchen sink. The political opponents raids the homes of pro-life advocates and targets parents as domestic terrorists. And and I, I can't think of a truer statement, Senator. Well, well, Sean, I'll say this, as I said in my, my tweet, my, my, my press releases, you cannot look objectively at the current state of the Department of Justice and and not ask yourself the question, not if it's true, but how deep does it go? That is the question we're asking because, as you just articulated, the former president finds himself on being focused on by a DOJ that's been weaponized by the Biden administration. We know that pro-life activists have SWAT teams gun-drawn in their homes. We know without any question parents showing up at school board meetings to talk about eliminating the indoctrination of their kids and let's get back to educating our kids. Let's get rid of the CRT and get back to the ABCs. These are the folks that the DOJ call domestic terrorists. So we don't ask the question if we are seeing the weaponization of the Department of Justice. What we ask ourselves is how deep does it go? As an African-American, the one thing I will tell you is black versus white in the justice system should never be. As a conservative, now the colors are red and blue. It should not be. We need to have Lady Justice with a blindfold on, Sean. Anything other than that is unacceptable, but it's also un-American. You know, I mean, it really is amazing when you look at it. Um, And especially when you look at the FBI's role in the last two presidential elections. I mean, they took Hillary's dirty dossier. 
they they even sent FBI agents to corroborate it and, and offered Christopher Steele a million dollars. He couldn't collect his million because he couldn't corroborate any of it. Then they use it for not one but four FISA applications. And then in the lead up to the 2020 race, what do we know? The FBI is out there pre-bunking the Hunter Biden laptop story, uh, a laptop that they themselves had in December of 2019, verified in the spring of 2020, according to John Solomon. And yet they're telling these big tech companies, you might be a victim of a misinformation campaign, and it may be about Hunter Biden. And it ends up that before the election, they, they censor what could have been a changing narrative in the country and shift the, the the voting patterns of significant portions of our of our population. There's no doubt that when you look at the thumb on the scales of justice, as well as on the outcome of elections, you can look at the social media and just follow the the breadcrumbs that lead back to the Department of Justice and the way that they concealed or suppressed information in 2020 before the election. Many of the things that we're discussing as it relates to Hunter Biden and the Biden family, that didn't happen in 21 or 22 or 23. This predates the election. It's one of the reasons why so many Americans today are asking the question, not only can we trust the Department of Justice, but how do we make sure that our elections have integrity? And I thank God that we've had states like Georgia that went through the process of actually strengthening the integrity of the election process, but it does not make up for what... Ultimately, we saw in 2020, which have, has to be considered at least putting the thumb on the scale again. We see that. You said it a few times in the show, and I love that. I wrote it down, thumb on the scale of justice. That is the thing that Americans find despicable is that when we're not treating each other fairly. That's well said. You know, uh, as I prepared for tonight's town hall, I learned, and I, I've known you very well for a long time, and we've been friends for a long time. Um, but your life story is beyond compelling. You grew up in a very poor single parent household. Uh, my mom worked 16 hours a day as a prison guard. Your, your mom was a, a nurse's assistant, a single mom. Um, you didn't start out as a, a brilliant student. You, you very freely have discussed as a freshman in high school, you flunked out of four classes. Uh, things were not looking good for you. And between your mom and a mentor that you met, an owner of a, a local Chick-fil-A, uh, you turned your, your life around in a major way. Tell us about it. Well, Sean, one of the things that the radical left hate about my life story is it disproves the lies of the left. They want everyone to believe that in America, the only way to get up and to be able to put yourself on the right path is to be the exception. What my life says is, here's a dude... Not, not a brilliant man, but here's just a dude, an everyday guy like most Americans, struggling in some parts of his life, in most parts of his life. He meets a mentor who tells him that in America, all things are possible. Any kid from anywhere at any time can rise above their circumstances if they take responsibility. And, Sean, as you know, in today's America, the radical left, they want everyone to be a victim. They want everyone to buy the drug of despair. They want everyone hooked on grievance. You know why? It's not for progress. It's not to right the ship. It's to keep the power and the control. And my life only reinforces the fact that, yes, a kid born in the Deep South who happens to be African-American, who happens to be raised in a single-parent household in poverty, can rise above his circumstances because in America – 
and in South Carolina where we are tonight. All people will be judged by the content of their character, not the color of their skin. We are actually fulfilling the dream. We are living out the more perfect union. And that's why they are so scared of my candidacy, because it's undeniable the progress that we as a nation, the American family, we have made remarkable progress in very little time. And I thank God I'm American. So you tell the story about your grandfather. He dropped out of third grade to pick cotton and he couldn't even read it but he would sit at the table every morning with a newspaper because he wanted to set an example to his family and and your campaign site ends with with your grandfather's story and a statement to go from cotton to congress in one lifetime is a journey that can only happen in america and you tell the story that your grandfather when he was growing up that if if a white person was walking on the same side of the street as him that he would have to step off the street and wait for this individual to pass. And, you know, and, and it, it gets even highlighted more when you get attacked by the likes of, you know, a, a white liberal in New York by the name of Joyless Behar or more recently Barack Obama. And I'm like, that you don't know what it's like to be black. And I'm like, we're going to listen to Joy Behar on what, what life for black Americans is life in America with, with your family and your background. Um, I'm sorry. She's not exactly an expert or somebody that I really care. It's somebody's opinion that I care to hear about. Well, John, you and I are in the same, the same boat. And when Joy wears blackface, it's just, it's just reprehensible. And no one calls her on the carpet. She keeps her job at ABC. Can you imagine if she was a conservative or a Republican? That, she would be. Her contract would be canceled. The double standard goes beyond the Department of Justice, I'd say that. Let me just say this on those folks coming out. She, she actually claimed you don't get racism. Oh, it's ridiculous. I, I'm the guy that has said loud and clear in 2021, while I have been the victim of discrimination, I will refuse to be a victim. Because I've experienced discrimination, it makes me appreciate the significant progress we've made as a nation. It's the fact that my mentor, who happened to be white in 1981 through 84, that that man who invested his life into mine helps me understand that Americans, they respond to the call consistently. Are there bad people in the country? Of course. Are there racists in our country? Of course. Does that make us a racist country? Absolutely, positively, unequivocally, no. Not just no, Guyana, no. We should respect and appreciate the evolution that we represent today. You and I break bread together at a restaurant. That's called American progress. We should celebrate that. You wow. And by the way, I got to meet your mom. What an amazing woman she is. I hope she's here tonight. I'd love to see her again. Um, anyway, Senator Tim Scott, looking forward to uh, you joining us tonight. Uh, we're doing our town hall. Uh, by the way, it, like sold out in seconds. Um, and I, I think they just added seats to the auditorium as much as they could uh, and, and keep it in the Fox shot here. They're trying their best. But anyway, um, we'll see you tonight. We're in Myrtle Beach. We're in beautiful South Carolina. Senator Tim Scott on tonight. I'll have the latest on this breaking news with this sweetheart deal of Hunter Biden with Joe's Department of Justice. And, of course, his candidacy, 9 Eastern, DVR, Hannity on Fox. Uh, Senator, we love having you and look forward to seeing you tonight, sir. God bless you. See you in a little bit.
acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Rosie, somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. It feels so good. It does. And like always, we'll be here every week covering the wide world of TV, movies, comics, and geek culture. That's right. We'll be talking about Batman, heroes of that stature, and of course, we'll be inviting our friends in the industry to come geek out with us and share stories. We'll hear from TV writers, from actors, comics creators, pop culture critics, and more. Nothing is off the table, because geek culture is pop culture, and we can't wait to share our love of it all with you every single week. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Rosie, somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. It feels so good. It does. And like always, we'll be here every week covering the wide world of TV, movies, comics, and geek culture. That's right. We'll be talking about Batman, heroes of that stature. And of course, we'll be inviting our friends in the industry to come geek out with us and share stories. We'll hear from TV writers, from actors, comics creators, pop culture critics, and more. Nothing is off the table because geek culture is pop culture. And we can't wait to share our love of it all with you every single week. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time 
with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carvin and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, so we continue. We're in uh, Myrtle Beach, beautiful South Carolina. It is a great part of the country, although we did land and it was like a, you know, raining cats and dogs. However, the rain's stopping just in time uh, for our town hall, which we're excited about uh, with Senator Tim Scott. You can tune into all this tonight. Obviously, we'll have full, complete coverage of this ridiculous double standard Hunter sweetheart of a plea deal. Uh, and then, you know, if, if we don't learn from this and if Republicans don't take control of insisting now that the FBI has to be rebuilt from the bottom up, I'm not saying defund. I'm not saying dismantle. I'm saying rebuild it, rebuild it with its original mission. Bring it back to where it once was as the world's premier law enforcement agency. Uh, then we'll never have equal justice or equal application of our laws. And frankly, at that point, you can shred your constitution. Uh, anyway, we got to take a break. We'll uh, we'll have the town hall tonight. You're going to want to tune in the latest on this Hunter Biden sweetheart plea deal agreement. And uh, also tonight. Also, if you want tickets, we're going to be back in New York on Wednesday and Thursday for audience shows. Tickets are free to get them. Just go to Hannity dot com. All right. Quick break from Myrtle Beach. More of the Sean Hannity show as we continue working every day to remember the forgotten man. This is the Sean Hannity Show. All right, 25 to the top of the hour from Myrtle Beach. We'll get to your calls, 800-941-SEAN, our number you want to be a part of the uh, program. You know, we I've been warning you, and you got to pay close attention. This is now becoming one of the biggest identity theft crimes of all time, and that is home title lock. And what happens is you have all these cyber criminals around the world that are targeting American homeowners, most of you probably don't know that your home title is online. These cyber thieves steal your home title. Uh, they take it on as their own. They steal your home. They can do it in less than six minutes. We know because our friends at HomeTitleLock.com slash Sean have already shown us. And then they either take out loans in your name or they just sell your home right out from underneath you. Now, it's a real problem. It's very scary. And when it happens, guess what? You're in real trouble. And it's getting worse and worse every single day. It's a growing scam. And anyway, the team at HomeTitleLock.com, they have title restoration specialists right here in the U.S. And they will hire the attorneys and the experts that it's going to take to save your home if you're a victim. And that's the protection I have, and that's the protection now you need. I know. I wish it wasn't so. I wish the world were a nicer place, but it's not. Anyway, just go to HomeTitleLock.com slash Sean. Go there right now. Our friends at Home Title Lock will give you the first 30 days of your protection for free. That's right. Absolutely free. And when you're there, they'll give you a free title scan 
to verify that your home is uh, still in your name and you're not already a victim. Anyway, protect your family, protect your biggest investment, your home. Go to HomeTitleLock.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. That's HomeTitleLock.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. You know, over the years, you know, Joe Biden's lied about a lot. He lied about, I've never one time ever, ever did I ever, not one single time, ever talked to my son about his foreign business dealings. Lie. And time after time after time, I have an example of him telling Peter Ducey that his son Hunter did absolutely nothing wrong, and he's proud of his son. And my son Hunter is a great guy. Anyway, listen. Mr. Vice President, how many times have you ever spoken to your son about his overseas business dealings? I've never spoken to my son about his overseas business dealings. Mr. Vice President, your son Hunter is on the Republicans' wish list. Did Hunter Biden commit a crime? Well, so I think Joe has a lot more explaining to do than that which they have already put out, which is next to nothing. Um, their short statement today was frankly meaningless as far as I'm concerned on their sweetheart deal. Uh, they put out a statement. The president and first lady love their son and support him. As he continues to rebuild his life, we will have no further comment. Oh, okay. How about Joe lied again and got caught yet again? Uh, but, you know, think about it. We've been told that, you know, he's so proud of his son, told he never talked to his son about his foreign business dealings, told that his son never did a single thing wrong. Okay. Um, asked about how GOP investigations into the younger Biden are affecting Joe Biden's presidency. He said, it's making me feel proud of him. You feel proud today? I wouldn't feel particularly proud. What about the gun charges? Didn't Joe Biden end a speech in Connecticut last week where he said, God save the queen, man? That was about guns. Oh, but his son, of course, addicted to crack cocaine, is out there lying on a gun application and getting himself a gun until, I guess, his girlfriend at the time threw it in a dumpster and thankfully was found by a responsible citizen that rightly handed it over to the police. And what happened in that case? No, nothing. It always takes four or five years. But if it's Donald Trump, they'll raid your, your home. And in eight months, they'll have a special counsel arresting you uh, and indicting you on 37 separate charges. Gee, that sounds like equal justice under the law and application of our laws, doesn't it? No, it really doesn't. It's a sad day for this country. Everything we've been telling you is now turning out to be true. If you don't see the danger in this for our country, this is America's future. Lawlessness, a dual justice system, unequal application of our laws, and no equal justice under the law. Anyway, 800-941-SEAN, if you want to be a part of the program. Trent out in California. Trent, how are you? Glad you called. I am good. How are you doing, Sean? I'm good, sir. What's going on? I, I just... I just can't imagine, I, you know, I own a corporation, and I used to call my dad every morning and tell him about my business, every day, every day. But uh, the reason why I was calling in was I, I just don't know what, why is it our business to be over in Ukraine telling them how to have their prosecutors? I mean, are other countries telling us how to do our Well, was he really telling them, or let me ask you this, or was he basically leveraging our money to get his son off so his son could continue to get paid for no experience? Absolutely. He's strong-arming them, just like he's strong-arming us right now with everything that we don't agree with him. He strong-arms everybody. 
with the FBI and and Hunter Biden. I mean, if I did the same thing Hunter Biden did, I'd be in jail, locked forever. Uh, I just I don't understand. I have to account for every single penny that goes through my company. Why doesn't he have to have accountability where all this money came from and went? Well, I mean that that's what makes today such a farce. This is not about this. This was the lowest hanging fruit imaginable to create a false perception that they're fair. There's nothing fair about the Biden Department of Justice. The FBI has been politicized and weaponized. The DOJ has been politicized and it has been weaponized. And that's the America we're now living in. And if if Republicans don't get to the root cause of all of this and stop it and stop it now. And the way to do that is not defund. Well, you can start by defunding this FBI. You rebuild the FBI from the bottom up and you get people that are committed to equal justice under the law that won't take it upon themselves to try to influence presidential elections, as we've now witnessed in the last two presidential elections. And I think you might be able to argue in 2024 already as well. So, I mean, that that is the answer. Republicans have the power of the purse. That's where I'd start. Christopher Ray needs to go. Merrick Garland should be impeached. Period. End of sentence. These people are corrupt. Anyway, back to our phones. Uh, Harry, North Carolina. Next, Sean Hannity Show. What's up, Harry? How are you? Hey, Sean. First time calling. Uh, thanks for taking my call. Uh, I got a question. When it comes to the Russia, Russia thing, they, they, when Trump was president, they uh, subpoenaed both the Trump brothers. So my question is, why don't they subpoena Hunter Biden? Why don't James Comer subpoena him and get him under oath? Well, I think they should, and I think he wouldn't go under oath. You know, I did warn everybody that the Biden family hired a great attorney. Linda, how many times did I tell people, don't underestimate Abby Lowell? Abby Lowell got off John Edwards. He got off Senator Menendez. Abby Lowell is one of the few real attorneys in Washington. Not a lot of them. I can name them. I have one of them, and uh, I can tell you, I can name maybe five or six that would be top-tier attorneys. Abby Lowe's one of them, and I'm, I'm saying that as the ultimate compliment to Abby because this deal, trust me, if your last name was Trump, you would never get with the Biden Justice Department. It's a disgrace, and Merrick Garland signed off on all of it. And, you know, the, the, what, what has to happen here is this can't be the end. You know, we need answers. What? happened with the 1023 form investigation why didn't they investigate that what about all of the examples of all the foreign business deals and all the millions of dollars that the that the biden family made james comer now estimating 20 to 30 million and we're just touching the surface yes i'm just curious do you think it's actually going to happen which part i mean for me let's just talk about it just you know high level for one second if donald trump's son Let's say Eric, God forbid, you know, if if his wife passed away and then he went and slept with Don Jr.'s wife and, you know, or or Don Jr. passed away and Eric was sleeping with the widow and then she was hiding. And he was smoking crack and and hiring hookers. I mean, any one of these things by themselves would take over the MSN, all the nets. We wouldn't hear the end of it. Right. We don't hear the end of it now. And there's nothing going on. They got 34 indictments from Bragg. He's got nothing. We got all this stuff from Jack Smith. They're process crimes. They got nothing. 
And what are they doing? They're just completely playing on the American people. They put Trump's name in lights. They make it sound like it's really bad. 37 felony indictments by the federal government, you know, yada, yada, yada. But when you really read the fine print, like how many people read the Durham report, right? Okay, sure. Like well, we'll hear from Durham publicly tomorrow, but I, you're right. I can't right. wait. I, I, well, honestly, well, I can't wait can't to wait see him. you can't wait for the media mob to no. ignore them? I'm going to tell you what and, I can't and, wait for. I want to see what he looks like. That same stupid Getty image has been used for four years. I want to see what this guy really looks like. Like, is he? Is that really him? What's going know. on? I, I don't He's know. He's like the man behind the curtain. He could have shaved between now <laughs> you know and then. Who knows? Like, I mean, I feel like I'm in the Wizard of Oz. It's, I mean, it's just not funny. I mean, they, it's they so move. ridiculous. It is all funny, of though. this is going back, you know, years and years and years. This 1023 form goes back years. But how I mean, many people is, even know but what this that is? is their credit? Well, we now know because we've been highlighting it, but we didn't know about it until James Comer committee. Comer's committee came along. And then now digging into all of these countries, I just listed them all. Yes, and I think there's that was too from many the Grassley people. report. Too many people, too many implications. I my vote is I bet. Let's have a bet. I bet a hundred dollars that uh, he never serves any time and uh, nothing happens. Who Hunter? Hunter? Not on this. De- not on this. In uh, this deal that he made, the sweetheart deal. He's not going to serve a day. And by the time that he could, Daddy or somebody in Daddy's ilk will somehow get him pardoned. A hundred percent. Yeah. So for me, as long as, you know, daddy doesn't, you know, fall over. Even and if he does, himself. let's just say he does kick the bucket. Right. Even if he does just, you know, for God, a hot second. God forbid. God forbid. God save the queen. You know, just in case. I'm just thinking outside here. Somebody's going to cover his ass because that's what they do. That's that's the Democratic Party. And I'll tell you what they're doing, too. Americans are going to get intimidated. Americans are going to be like, oh, I don't want to be involved in any of this. And you know what? That's what it's designed to do. 100%. That's probably the best point you've made yet about this. All right. Back to our phones. Thank you, Harry. We appreciate it. Uh, what is it? Jan in Tennessee. Hey, Jan, how are you? Glad you called. Hey, Sean. Thank you for taking my call. Um, the other day you had asked uh, us to chime in about whether or not you should interview folks like Gavin Newsom. And I'm glad you did. Um, we, I personally... Um, I, I don't watch the news because it's all agenda driven. It's not real news. It's, it's commentary. But anyway, I, I happen to listen to you whenever I'm in the car (laughs) and whenever I get a chance. And I wanted to thank you personally for the hard work that you do to dig into the facts. We need facts. We need, we need the truth. We need honesty and we're not getting it. And, I'm glad that we can talk to um, the other side. I think we need to. I think we need to hear with our own ears so that we can make our own decisions and not have someone make our decisions for us. We need to hear where folks like Gavin Newsom are coming from, what their thoughts are. To agree with you, and I really didn't get a lot of flack for having him on. I mean, I challenged him and he just didn't answer the questions I was asking him, but I had the right questions. Um, I, I felt one way to make it a little bit more palpable for people, you know, to, to follow the discussion without me having to argue continually with him was to hit him with those, those charts that I, that I, I showed him. They were all accurate. His his income tax in California versus Florida, homeless population in Florida versus California, uh, mass migration out of California, mass migration into Florida. 
Um, and I think those are self-explanatory. I mean, when you make a good point and, and he's got to kind of squirm around it to, to make an excuse for it, I think it's pretty tough. But I think, I, I think we all know anybody that's got any common sense that it is freer and, and safer to live in Florida than it is California. That's all there is to it. Well, we heard, we heard Gavin Newsom, um, not answering the question. We heard that. So we heard it for ourselves. So that allowed us to make our own decision as to whether or not we can trust this guy with, or, or folks like him that, that share the same viewpoints. Can we, can we really trust him for the future of our country? I am, by the way, a Navy veteran. I have been overseas. I have been a missionary in Mexico. I, I know what the border is like, and it is tough. I have friends there as missionaries. Um, here's the thing. You know, when we go overseas, it is not the burden of their government to cater to us, to, to change their laws, to change their language so that we are more comfortable. No way. So when we have immigrants coming over, whether legally or illegally, I have friends that have come through the lady. They had to go through all the tests. They had to learn our laws, learn our language. That's the right thing to do. Is it a perfect system? No. Can it, can it improve? Absolutely. We're not perfect. Well, you make a lot of good points. That's all I can say. But yeah, we'll keep interviewing the other side. A lot of these guys, I mean, credit to Gavin Newsom. He wasn't afraid to come on. And I'm also warning Republicans, uh, they've got a bench of radical leftists that are dying to be in that office. Gavin looked way too comfortable flipping that jacket over his shoulder and, and looking at those drapes and thinking what color carpet that he wanted in that Oval Office. Uh, anyway, appreciate the call. 800-941-SEAN as we continue from Myrtle Beach. We're in South Carolina today. Right, that's going to wrap things up for today. Don't forget, we have full coverage of Hunter's slap on the wrist today, the dual system of justice, the injustice from your FBI and Justice Department, and what they really should be charging the Bidens with. All coming up 9 Eastern tonight. We're in Myrtle Beach. We're in South Carolina. We also have our town hall with Senator Tim Scott. He'll weigh in on all of this as well. 9 Eastern, set your DVR. We'll see you tonight. Back here tomorrow. Don't forget, we have audience shows both Wednesday and Thursday night in New York. Free tickets, Hannity.com. Thank you for making this show possible. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear. 
and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.